Okay. <laughs> hey, Lian, how are you today? Hi, Zakuna. Really glad to be here. And thank you for taking me for your podcast. Thank you so much for being here. I know you had a busy schedule and in spite of that, you know, you're here with me today to join on my podcast, Know the One You Live With. And um, I really want you to um, give me your introduction. Tell me a little bit about yourself so that um, my audience know um, more about you. Okay, so thank you again for the opportunity. My name is Leanne Lopez. I'm from Honduras, a small country in Central America, in the heart of Central America. I've lived here all my life. Um, I went to a bilingual school, so that gave me a bit of opportunity to learn another language and be in contact with other cultures. And I really appreciate that because it's opened a lot of doors for me. Uh, I'm 41 almost. By December, I'll be 41 already. So I'm thinking like I'm like halfway through my life. So that's what got me into, into trying to get to know me a little, a little bit more. Um, I'm a mother of two. Uh, I'm divorced. My kids are 13 and 11, and they're awesome. At least I think they are. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have my own company. I work in different businesses. Uh, so I get to be in charge of uh, several people. And that's been one of my greatest challenges. Um, I produce wines in California and bring them back to my home country under our brand. So that's like the, the newest, most dangerous thing maybe that I'm doing at the moment, <laughs> going to that. But um, so I juggle between a lot of things, right? A technology company, the wine company and a gas station, plus the two kids and my lovely family, who is a bunch for the, of, their, of their own, right? But that's a bit about me. I, I studied here, um, all my elementary, high school, university, and then went to do my master's in Spain when I was 20. So that gave me also a broader experience of what the world was like uh, and other cultures. And I really appreciate that too. So that's me. You have a terrific background. And I can say as a woman, you know, uh, managing so many things, I can't imagine how you're doing with two kids because I have two kids, 16 and uh, 11, and um, I know how hard it is to fit them perfectly into your schedule as, as well as being there for them as a mom and also handling the things which are, which are challenging in our day, right? Which they don't understand um, exactly. as, as kids. So... Yeah. Um, I think the the topic that we are going to discuss today is about guilt. And uh, as as moms, I think we go through a lot of guilt um, and sacrifices. And these guilts, you know, come out of the sacrifices that we make on a day-to-day basis. Um, It fits so perfectly right with the topic of my podcast, which is know the one you live with because these are the emotions that we as human beings live with, I guess. And sometimes forgetting them how to handle becomes a challenge. So tell me more about guilt. What do you think guilt is about? Well, guilt is a word that despite I've known it for so long, it's been until just recently that I've come to, I don't know if it's peace with it or just trying to understand it a bit more. Because um, I've been trying to name all the feelings that I have and just not the five basic emotions. And it's really hard to ask yourself, do I feel guilt? I don't feel guilty. Should I? Should I not? So I started like 
going really deep on the word and trying to give it a meaning. And in that course, I discovered that I really had a lot of guilt. And then many, many, many of my actions in my day-to-day basis were originated out of this feeling that I was trying, I'm still trying to hide in, in different occasions. I, I got to realize that as I uh, came home thinking about the podcast and I started unveiling a lot of other stuff that I do or don't do out of this guilt that's like under the rug. So it's become really relevant to me because I didn't know I had to deal with that. Uh, even though I had figured it out a couple of weeks ago when I wrote in my blog, still then I wasn't aware of how it impacted my everyday life. That was an interesting blog. And, uh, and I was so amazed by, you know, the way that you wrote it, because these are the emotions that we don't, uh, as you said, we don't even recognize that we are carrying around within ourselves. Um, last last week we talked about uh, emotional intelligence and part of this this emotion guilt is an emotion that we carry around it can impact us in in many ways right so tell me more about how did it impact you or did you have experiences that uh, that you dealt with this emotion and how you came out of it well, I, I wouldn't say I, I came out of it. I think I'm in the process of uh, learning to acknowledge it and live with it and trying to handle it in the best way possible for my life instead of being a stopper. I think that was the first recognition I had to do to myself, knowing that I had it and how it could affect in a better way my life, not in a negative way. So mm-hmm. I guess I realized I've lived with guilt most of my life. I started going back and I remember feeling guilty for not getting... Uh, straight A's at school, which I actually I did, but here average is, um, scoring is uh, from uh, zero to one hundred, right? So right. I was I was always a ninety three, ninety two, uh, probably ninety seven, never an eighty, and still I felt guilty because I was not top of my class. So I think it started there. I don't know how. I would need to go really back to to understand what happened, but it started there. So. Um, that was my first feeling of guilt that I could recognize. Uh, after that, I've had a lot of decisions. Obviously, motherhood brings it like more to life when yes. you have to work or when you have to decide to be with your friends instead of being with your kids. Or, uh, for example, right now, I closing the door and being with you, enjoying yeah. this and having my kids tell them, just wait for a minute, I'll be out. It still gets this like pressure in the heart. Yes. It's, it's the same feeling it's, and it's physically represented also. Uh, yeah. And during my life, I've, I've had a pretty blessed life. I have to say, I have a very loving family. We are very uh, concerned about love more than anything in the world. And we're very supportive. So mm-hmm. I couldn't understand why did I feel guilty if my family has never made me feel guilty. Right. So as the years went by, I've recognized also that I've been um, perceiving the guilt and it has like grown roots in me that mm-hmm. I didn't realize. Motherhood guilt, I think it's pretty common, right? And you can talk it with your friends and you can get out of it. And if you did something wrong, you'll do better next day. So that's right. like, like a task that you know you have to get out to it in order to be better for your kids, which is yeah. my priority as any mom. But the other ones that for me are really dangerous in an emotional state of mind 
um, they're rooted in me. They are, they still are. So I had tough experiences, not as tough as other people, but in my own life, uh, I went through important decisions when I was very young that until today I've, I've managed to keep under the rug, as I say, and I'm starting to bring them up. The people I've heard, um, sometimes wanting to, sometimes not wanting to, conscious or unconscious, I've done harm. Um, I've, I've, I have a handful of people that I hope they forgive me for all the things I've done, right? Or for the bad decisions I've made. Um, so yes, it's like rooted in me and it comes out of the decisions, right? That, that decision, when uh, that moment when you're making a decision and you can't go back, and you mm -hmm. think you can manage to live with that decision, at the end of the day, it will circle and it will come to, to, to harm your heart. And you feel the pressure as if it was the first time. So yes, I've had a couple, I don't, well, I, we can discuss them right now. I'm, I'm not afraid to discuss them because yeah. I think it brings me freedom. You know, I'm, right. I'm a really sharer kind of person. And um, I try to share my stories, uh, not to get recognition, but the other way around, just to make other people aware that if they have something too, it's good to let it out in order for you to to like free of it or something like that. So when I was 20, I can remember after my guilt for grace, which is a very basic guilt with my parents. Um, I think the first guilt that I can remember after that was leaving my boyfriend when I was 20 mm -hmm. was the love of my life. And then I. I left him because he went to live to the States and I couldn't handle the part of being alone. And I started dating someone else that later became my husband. So I mm -hmm. managed to damage two people at the same time because I made a decision really young just mm -hmm. because I didn't want to deal with a feeling and that brought guilt back. So now we're together again, 22 years later. Mm -hmm. And, but I can't dismiss that those 22 years, two people got hurt in the middle. So I still carry that and it affects my relationship as of now, because mm -hmm. I, I try to please a lot or try to compensate maybe. Mm -hmm. And I think that's how I handle guilt. I try to compensate and I became or become, uh, uh, even with my kids, an overpleaser just to compensate that guilt. And that could turn the balance the other way around and then comes back to uh, self-worth or not valuing myself. So my conclusion in the past few days has been, I think guilt for me comes from my place of uh, not uh, knowing my worth mm. at, at any moment in my life. I'm just still starting to love myself, I think, as I should. And that was has, that's what's given me the bad decisions, the guilt, the bad management of guilt, and this vicious circle that keeps like coming and coming around. So I think that was one of the, of the I'm not going to say bad decisions, but one of the decisions that really marked my life. It's, I still live it every day. I see the, my ex-husband, which we have a pretty good relationship, mm -hmm. uh, but at the end of the day, it's lives. I'm really right. concerned about yeah. lives and each time we touch a life, uh, yeah. sometimes we're responsible for what we do to that heart and that soul. And that kills yeah. me, knowing that one soul is going to be hurt because of me. So a lot of my decisions go through that. So guilt is a permanent in me. And the second one that was really hard, uh, the other ones might be pretty small on everyday basis, job things and that. And the other one is I had an abortion when I was 20, 21. 
And that I sleep under the rug. And then it came back after we were married, like five years afterwards. And I couldn't understand why I felt the guilt. The guilt, my husband didn't. And that also caused a lot of trouble. And now that I'm bringing it back, it's a story I don't tell much. I think only my family knows about it. Um, trying to handle that, I need to start talking about that guilt because uh, it brings a lot of consequences into my life that I try to keep under. And uh, I think that moment, besides any others, uh, it's probably what's, what's made guilt a part of my usual life and decisions and days. Mm. Yeah. From what I understand, I, this is a question which popped up in my mind when I was hearing to you. Do you think guilt is because of our expectations on ourselves? Or is it because we don't know our self-worth when we are doing taking certain decisions? Absolutely. For me, at least, it's the self-worth part. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Totally. Yeah, for me. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. Sometimes, you know, when you are talking about your abortion, the what things came up in my mind is my first one was a miscarriage. Mm -hmm. And uh, when it happened, in my mind, I was like, is it because I always wanted a boy? Mm -hmm. And the fear that it might be a girl, this happened. And I felt guilty for that for, you know, for, for the rest of my life. Uh, and it's not, it's not that I never wanted a girl. It's because as a, as a woman, as being a woman, you know, the challenges that we go through, I didn't want that for my child. But, you know, now I have a girl. I, I enjoy her so much because girls are so talkative and, you know, they are into your life. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> and they start wearing your clothes. <laughs> but, you know, that feeling of guilt, you know, that is it my thought process, which has made my body to go through this process of, you know, not giving birth to a child. I had to live with it for a long time. So things like this that we hold on to, and which gives you that, as you said, it gives you that sharp feeling of hurt as it, it, it has happened to you for the first time again, whenever the thought comes up mm -hmm. uh, and it never goes away, uh, right? Um, so how are you managing now? Is it because since you have realized this emotion within you, um, and started realizing your self-worth more um, not to not to get into situations like that have you started learning setting boundaries or how are you managing your emotions more so that you don't get into such situations again well I try to go I've started a process to going deep in a deep talk with myself right like as if I was in therapy, because I'm really scared of therapists. I've tried and I get really scared. I'm not ready. So I started, to, I started talking to myself, but from a more deep point of view, like pushing myself to go deeper. And I'm realizing I'm doing this because this yeah. is how I feel really. Yes. It's like yes. going down onto my feet and yes. just digging and digging. And every time I dig, something comes up and I want to run away, but I just close my eyes and keep digging and keep digging. So okay. that's helped me a lot. First to acknowledge, mm -hmm. recognize the feelings, whether I like them or not. 
uh, bring them to life, make them real, feel yeah. them again. Mm. And uh, starting this process of recognizing my self-worth, I, I really want to love me. Yes. So that conviction for me is I want to love me. I know yes. this is hard, but I truly want to love me. So that commitment or that wanting is what has made me go deep and go back up and down to deal with it. Right. That's the only thing that for now I can tell you has been working. I, I share a lot. I have a, I have a friend right. that's in this journey of personal growth too. So we talk a lot and we dig ourselves um, out and we share experiences from the heart. That has helped me a lot to find someone that understands my process. That's I'm really grateful for that because uh, it's true we can do it on our own. I'm confident I can do it on my own. But I know the worth of having someone by your side that can at least understand you. And that has helped me deal with guilt too. And um, boundaries, I think that's really important. I didn't have any. Mm -hmm. Um, So through the process of self-worth acknowledging, I've started recently, when I say recently, it might be yesterday, right? Or a week ago, um, putting boundaries, distance mm-hmm. where I need to, making decisions for myself that are going to impact my life in the long term. Uh, not the instant gratification, but the long term of the journey. Um, right. So boundaries is a part of it. Um, I think that's, that's about it. Talking, uh, introspecting boundaries yeah that's for me i i never i never understood the concept of boundaries because i am such a person that i totally go into the relationship whether any any relationship whether it's friendship or you know um relatives or anything and then i started realizing to uh, feel hurt you Mm -hmm. know because people are not just like you. They won't be 100% with you like how you are with them. And that hurt really started making me reflect. I mean, why am I doing this? Is is a boundary needed? Uh, Am I stepping out of the boundary or am I stepping into their boundaries? That is when I really started understanding my self-worth and I started to respect me first mm-hmm. before it was somebody else. And I, I really over advertised them to a, such an extent in my mind that they are everything. Mm-hmm. And yes, I'm totally. like nothing in front of them. And I give them so much importance only to realize, you know, getting hurt. So understanding my boundaries was one of the things for me. And also, Forgiving myself for my mistakes. Hmm. That's hard. That that's hard. That is really, really hard. And forgiving, and that I started doing very consciously, like sitting in meditation and going through these feelings of emotions. And also, just because I learned my boundaries, I still learn to respect the other person. Hmm. You know, nice. it is not just cutting them off just like that but yes I respect you I also respect me Mm -hmm. which I never knew it until now 
but I'm starting to learn to respect me. My time, my space, and my thoughts are, are also really important. And the value that you give to me is also important. Before, I didn't care about it. You know, mm -hmm. however you treated, I gave in 100%. Now, you know, I, I, I need my respect. And if you cannot see that, or if you cannot give me that value or respect, and if you see that I'm of no value to you, I don't need to be there. Lovely. Yes. Yes. Did you happen to go um, through the ex through the other extreme? Because I had like the 100% person mm -hmm. and then complaining because the other people weren't 100% as I wished. Mm -hmm. And going, I went through the extreme of selfishness because I started like, it's me. I'm going to worry about me. I'm going to do me. First me, second me, third me. And mm -hmm. when I did all this me process, it healed me. I admit, I really needed it, but I was, I was uh, like getting stuck like mm. too much time in me. And then I like went down again and I think this is not working. The other thing didn't work. So what do I do now? And mm. then as I said, oh, maybe there's balance that yes. I don't know about, right? Because mm. I don't want to be the selfish person. And I really am. My family pampers me a lot. I understand that. Um, but that selfishness, the bad selfishness, it, it was not boundaries. It was not respect because I was respecting me, but I was disrespecting the other one. And I love what you said about, I respect you and I respect me. Yeah. And that's a healthy boundary. Yeah. 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 The balance is a very hard thing that we learn it in different ways, I guess. Um, some people know to balance their life very well. For me, I'm an extremist, whether I go in completely or, you know, again, I'm like to the other extent, but, you know, slowly, I think meditation and knowing myself, what I am enjoying and what I'm not enjoying, what are the companies that I really want to be in? What are the conversations that I want to have with people? Are they healthy conversations or are they conversations which are putting me down or are they uplifting me in any way? When I started realizing all these things, my balance started to, you know, appear because this is where I want to be. These are the conversations I want to have. This is the respect I want to hold for others, irrespective of how they are, mm -hmm. you know? Because respect is something that not, even though the other person is nasty, you should still know to be respectful towards them. Yes. Because respect is not about somebody else. It is how you treat somebody, right? So Absolutely. this is the respect that I hold. And these are the sacrifices. This is the only extent that I'm going to go. The extent that I'm going to, the, going to go to the extreme is, is somebody who is in really need. I'm going to be there. Mm -hmm. Rest of the time, I, I want to be mindful about each minute I spend, how I want to spend, where I want to spend. Yes. I, I want to take that control. So it came with a lot of retrospect or introspect, I can say, um, of the situations and things. And, um, and as I said, the major part of me being like that as a people pleaser is because of my guilt. Mm -hmm. Yes, and totally. I used to feel that if I don't do this, maybe probably they will get hurt. 
They never cared. <laughs> exactly. They don't care. They're living their lives, you know? They, they don't care. And they have no ounce of guilt when they can straightforwardly say no to me. Mm-hmm. And why am I feeling so guilty? Yes. Yes. I, I don't know if it's, yeah, it's the personality trait or the guilt that moves us to this and it doesn't I realize it doesn't make the others bad persons no or maybe they do know their their self-worth they do know their boundaries they're not afraid of proclaiming their boundaries so it was me it was me the problem not them yes In, in many of the cases right there's people that as you say you have to keep safe distance right because yes. they're gonna hurt you anyway yeah. but family, close friends, your partner, um, it it came out to be me. And I think that was the great reveal for me. The big Mm -hmm. question that I do right now for me when I'm in trouble or battling something in my mind is, is it me or is it them? If it's me, I'm willing to work it. And I'm going to take back the balance part because you made me realize something different. And thank you for that. You can go different extents with different people. Yes. I love that. I love that. It's not this extent, this extent. It's not the middle. Is no. you'll go with the person as yes. you're willing to walk together. I really love that. It's it's gonna help yeah. me a lot. I really appreciate it. It's gonna help me a lot because yeah. it's it's about choosing, but knowing if it's me or the other one really helped me too. Because then I could I couldn't put the blame on them. No. And it's not about putting the blame on me, which is the hardest part. But knowing that I still can work something. If it's me and I love you and I'm willing to go this extent for you, I'm willing to work for that. But you need to be working on the relationship too. Um, that is a hard thing because yes. again, again, when we have an expectation, there will be a hurt. So that is when I have realized that my life is 100% my choices that I make. Yes. So even if a situation is there where I am hurt, it is because I made a choice. Mm -hmm. And the choice might be right or wrong. And when it is wrong, I accept myself. I forgive myself for the wrong choice. And the guilt process that I'm going through with the choice that I made, I sit with it, I forgive myself. And I tell myself that I'm okay. I made a mistake, but I'm going to learn out of it and grow out of it. Yeah, accountability, I think it's a word that we throw around very lightly, like a lot of words. But accountability uh, with yourself, Mm-hmm. acknowledging that you made a mistake and it's not the end of the world you can get out of it and yeah. work it and apologize if you have to yeah and start over yes um, it's it's a great process if we if we can uh, speak accountability starting with our own selves and not yes. just demand accountability from yeah. someone else so yeah. that helps a lot uh, with the guilt because it makes it real as i say so yeah if you can be accountable for it then the guilt is real and if yes. it's real, you can address it and work with it, not, yes. not jumping around it, but just, or circling around it, 
just yeah. being forward with it as a part of your life. I don't think we're ever going to stop feeling guilty. No, because there will be situations. There will be a lot of situations, especially I feel, you know, when you are taking 100% accountability for your life, you are making choices, thinking in your mind that you're not going to blame anybody else for the choices that you made. That gives you a lot of control over your life. It gives you the power. At the same time, it makes you realize that you have to live with the choices that you make. You have nobody else to complain except yourself. Yeah. Even if the guilt kicks in, you need to know that you have to forgive yourself. You still have to accept yourself. You still have to move forward with it in however way that you want to manage that guilt. But you have to accept it completely. Mm -hmm. yeah. But taking that control without blaming another person is the hardest part. Yes. The first thing is look who's accountable for it. Yes. The first thing, it really just pops into your head. It's like you yeah. can't avoid it. What you do afterwards yeah. The taking a step back and looking at take five seconds, take 10 seconds, take a day and yeah. not react, which is also one of my traits, right? Something happened. I'll just react, explode. Just mm. I'll say what I want to say. It's my feelings and I'm not going to keep them. But it was coming from a wrong place. It was coming from a lot, maybe trauma, maybe yeah. I don't know, but a lot of previous things. Um, it's not managing emotions for me anymore. It's not managing mm. guilt. Is working through it, look it in the eye and talk mm -hmm. with it as with any other feeling and try to move on hand by hand with it. It's, it's not easy. Certainly it's not easy. Yeah. And we're trying to bring this to our kids, trying for them to live our own process, also understanding yes. that they are living their own journey yes. and that I can't expect them to understand fully my journey. I yeah. can just, walk with them through their journey because they feel guilt too oh when they, yeah when they're watching tv and i'm just like uh, viviana listen to me they would come back and say mommy i'm sorry and so mm -hmm. they live with guilt with little guilt not yes. getting an a um i don't know doing something wrong at school so also how to help them if i don't understand this word and i can't see that they also feel guilt Mm -hmm. They're going to grow up the same as me and they're going to be 40 and realizing when they're 40, instead of trying uh, for them to talk to their emotions too, at this age, I think that for me is like a mission, you know, whatever yes. little thing I discover in my own process, I try to transmit it, but through their emotions. Yes. You know, that's the only thing I can do because they won't listen to me if I try to explain yeah. anything. So I'm just crossing my fingers that this is going to work and at least give them, a, give them a little bit of perspective more than what I had when I was yeah. growing up and making good choices. I had yeah. this first with, uh, with them recently because they're going to start their, their teenage years. And I'm really yeah. scared about that. I made a lot of mistakes when I was young as many others. Um, but I'm trying to fix this in their minds. Try to make good choices. And when you don't, come back home. Yes. I'll be here. I'll be here and I accept you. Just keep in your head, try not to make bad choices. Try, just try. 
Right. Yes. Yeah. I mean, how many times as, as moms didn't we hear our kids say, she started it, he started uh-huh. it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then you don't know what to believe, right? Because... Yeah. <laughs> and then finally, the real culprit comes with the guilt in their heart. And yeah. they say that, I'm sorry for being mean. I'm sorry mm-hmm. for doing this. So I think we see this guilt part in a, in a day-to-day life as a, as a parents as well. And um, as you said, you know, as they are growing and coming to teenagers, so many thoughts and so many things run in their mind. Mm-hmm. And c- certain things which my daughter discusses with me, she has this guilt in her mind, mm-hmm. whether she should, you know, is it right for her to think like that? Mm-hmm. And she tell a mom what she's thinking you know all these things that they go through so many emotions unbelievably and if as a parent we are not there to support their thought process and also to give them an assurance that you don't have to feel guilty for you know thinking like this feeling (laughs) yeah for feeling like that or, you know, your thoughts, it's it's okay, this is normal. So that gives them the assurance of being a, uh, you know, growing up with the right mindset. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is, this is what I'm thinking, this is not right, but that's okay, it happens for everybody. And how do I change from it, right? Mm-hmm. How do I change? So how do I change my negative thought to a positive one? Um, so I, I've been working with my daughter uh, on certain things because she's coming to that age of uh, um, teenage and, you know, so many things about, about a girl. I have a boy and a girl. My boy never speaks uh-huh. yeah. anything. <laughs> I mean, he shows his emotions sometimes, but he's not talkative like her. She's, she speaks everything. <laughs> Yeah, just and it's like, like every girl we just yeah. love hug. I think it's I think it's healthy in a way that yeah. we try I think it's harder for men we were talking about this as we drove home today yeah apparently it's harder for men because of the culture and what yes. society has brought into them uh, yes. especially in these countries right uh they have to be strong they can't cry they can't share uh that would make them weak and that's a problem in relationships, even if it's your son or your partner, right? Because they don't feel free to talk. At least we get to say in yes. whatever way we come up with, good or bad, better or worse. But we get this blessing of being able to put the words into a voice and just share. So I think it's a hard process with boys because that guilt, my, my daughter probably is just like yours. She's really talkative. And mm-hmm. she's really expressive and she will say, I'm angry at you. And you yeah. should have come home early and you lied to me because you didn't keep your promise. And blah, blah, blah. But she, yeah. she'll deal with that. She will make me feel guilty. Yeah. yeah. And, then we'll, and then we'll manage, right? But with the boy, I don't know. I know he feels guilty because he comes, gives me a hug and then walks away. And I'm That's like, it. do you love me or do you feel guilty? Or what's going on? Can, can you? No, nothing. Just, just a hug. Just I know. So dealing with that and in relationships, uh, family, friends, kids, partner, we're going to have that difference. And and to make a difference in them, it's going to take a little bit more of effort because they don't usher the words like you were saying. Right. Yeah. 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 So For me, it's making better, better boys to for them to be better partners, 
more communicative when they have any a problem or yeah. just stop putting things into themselves that they yeah. could easily share and come out of right yeah. so so it's a challenge for me for boys that have a bigger challenge than girls when it comes to guilt also boys i think naturally they are um they never show their emotions it's not just guilt right it's any emotion they try to man up i guess you know mm-hmm. because they're boys and they they have to be a certain way i don't know what way they think in their mm-hmm. mind but at the end of the day they are all humans they have these emotions and uh, knowing to express or understanding the deeper emotion i mean last last week when we spoke about emotional intelligence kids when they're hungry they don't know that they are hungry and they all of a sudden start crying because you know there's something else going on they have so much homework to do they have so many things to do at the same time they're hungry but the deeper emotion is like the hunger which they are not able to recognize once they mm-hmm. eat and then they come and apologize i think it was my hungry uh-huh. hunger you know which is which just made me behave frankly so i think it's any emotion for for that matter when it comes to boys they they don't know how to manage it well but this is a beautiful conversation that i had i mean i really enjoyed uh, talking to you on that so on a conclusion um when as you said guilt will always be there right and the only thing um i realized when i'm talking to you is how do you manage it mm-hmm. okay how, how do you live with it maybe i yeah. i can um i started trying to to manage my emotions because i was very explosive as i told you so mm-hmm. i came to realize and make peace with myself that I, i'm not supposed or maybe i'm not capable of managing so the only thing that was in my spectrum to do was accept it try to do better choices think mm-hmm. things better in order to not keep uh, piling up different mm-hmm. kinds of skills just like let's stop it here let's do it better and then i won't get new guilts right or maybe there're going to be fewer of them right yeah and that's for the new guilts but for the old guilts i think that for me to go from this new line uh to to the new um guilty management scenario that i want to have mm. i think it might be easy for me but the hard part is going to be manage or deal with the guilts from the past and mm. i think i won't be able to move forward with that so for mm. me to manage that guilt uh it's going to take a healing process mm. i've just recently started so just being aware having a new mindset about it and understanding that i need to heal first in yeah. order for me to manage better this emotion in the future uh is going to be very important because um for it to make to make a difference it has to come from a place of love a new yeah. love a new yeah. understanding a new talk um yeah. and a new perception of it and not uh not seeing guilt as a bad thing yeah it's just a word it's just a feeling 
Yeah. Um, and starting to give it the definition that it has for me. So I think that would be, for me, would be how I will manage it or try to manage it from now on. First, healing, right? Recognizing it and healing the past. Yeah. I think that's going to make it for, for me yeah. and for those around me. Yeah. And, and I think we have to accept ourselves. Okay. These are things that I made choices but I still accept myself. I love myself. I have transformed from what I was mm -hmm. to another person right now. So I don't have to carry that guilt with me because that was a different person and different time. Time has changed, right? And you moved on and you made better choices. You started being a better person. And, uh, we have to forgive ourselves and bless the others to whom we have done um, the hurt, hurt part, I guess. And that's the only way I think we, we heal. Um, and things happen. This That might be because of immaturity or, you know, not knowing the knowledge of things. But as you grow, I think, you know, from your 20s to 40s, you're a dis different transformed person because you have two children. Yes. You make better choices because you live consciously now and you're also in this Jay Shetty program. You're a coach now. Yeah. Well, yes. It's, it's really exciting. I'm, I'm still nervous about it. Yes. But it was like that good hunch, you know? Yeah. Um, and starting the program, it was scary as, as everything, but it just took me five seconds. And then I clicked and I said, yes. Yes, because the only way to grow is learning how to grow. Yes. Right? And for me, it's it's two parts. And guilt or any emotion, I believe for now, until I know better, it, there's two parts of it that I hadn't realized. First is, of course, me and uh, learning to love me, accept me, forgive yeah. me, mm. and acknowledge that we are part of this beautiful ecosystem mm -hmm. around us. And getting others into um, recipients of mm -hmm. my self-love, mm -hmm. right? That it won't be only for me or my kids, but I have a connection with the world, even though I dismissed it for a long time. Uh, these two parts, the me part and the world part, I think that's what made me uh, more aware of the new decisions I'm making. And guilt's going to be part of that journey, right? It's right. me, but also what I'm giving back through yeah. this recognition of guilt. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm really thankful to have this conversation with you. And uh, you have given me a lot of things to reflect back, you know, and um, uh, think of this process of guilt in a much more deeper way. Um, I really thank you for this time. I know you are a busy woman and you've been oh, traveling today. I love this. I, I really yeah. love this. Yeah, and um, thank you for being on my podcast. Oh, thank you for inviting me. It's it's great making new connections. I I feel my heart very joyful, very yes. at peace. Thank yes. you, thank you for sharing with me. I, I can perceive a lot of peace in you, and thank you thank for you. walking with me through this. Talking yes. to you made me realize new things, and I'm walking away honestly more confident and with more faith that we can do this yeah so thank, you, thank you for the topic it, it's just 
it has been wonderful to talk with someone about it that understands it. So yeah, yeah. Thank you so much, Leanne. Thank Have you. a great day. Yeah. You too. Bye bye. Bye.